Michael and Heifert present This Week in Horror. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Ifrit. You're Ifrit, and I'm Sickle. And we're Sickle and Ifrit, and we're in the Unhallowed Review. I've and decorated we... my house for Halloween, sorry, and when we do our clap to sync, our, our spider dropped. Like, we have, like, a sound-activated spider, <laughs> and it dropped, and it, it couldn't, like, I, that's why I messed up it again, because I was like, oh, I'm laughing at the spider, oh, wait, I'm also different. Um, that's awesome. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, oh, well, we're going to be talking um, our uh, preview of uh, Telluride Horror Show Telluride uh, We're so freaking excited to be going back to Telluride and be around all of our favorite uh Telluride hosty people, um, yep. and uh, be in that beautiful town and watch some awesome movies and shorts. We are ready to go. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that we're most excited about. Uh, let, we're going to go ahead and get Antlers out of the way. Uh, and, and the antlers sadness. will be there. Yeah, Antlers and the yeah. Sadness will be there. Sadness we talked about a little bit more recently, um, but Antlers we've been waiting for for like seven or eight years, I feel like now. Yep. Yeah, we can't wait, so we're ready for that to happen. Yup. <laughs> the Sadness is going to be one of those movies I think has the potential to be really good. Um, like, it could be, like, new genre-redefining, I think, because a lot of stuff... Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty gory, but I'm hoping it's gore for, like... And it's a creative. It's not just, like, violence. It's just, like, creative gore and, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping it could be really cool, but it could also really suck. Yeah, and I, I think I'm willing to take that chance. Me too. <laughs> I'm hearing, uh, I mean, like, I feel like we're, our our morbid curiosity is always uh, peaked when, uh, whenever we hear something is so freaking intense. And it's like, well, is it? Because we have, we're so desensitized, I'd like to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. It looks like a, a better version of The Happening. Yeah, more or or a very very serious version of uh, mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, so let's get into the movies awesome. that we both are kind of like excited about separately, or maybe potentially the same. Uh, one of the ones I'm excited about is um, Black Friday. I think it looks really interesting, and it's got Bruce Campbell in it, and uh, that's all I need. I don't need anything else. It's it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was definitely on my list too. Uh, I, I mean, I'm hoping uh, to add another wrinkle to that. Um, I'm hoping uh, in the synopsis it mentions like I think a comet, right? That's like mutates the uh, turns into monstrous creatures hell bent on a murderous rampage on Black Friday. Yeah, an Earth, yes, a meteor crashes to Earth and the alien parasite. And now, of course, the thing that I'm most excited about in that little term is monstrous creatures. Because that doesn't imply zombies to me. Mm-hmm. And if it ends up being zombies, I will be slightly disappointed. Same. But if it is actually some cool mutations of stuff, that could be a lot of fun. I would even say um, I would and go that was as far one of, as that being little okay term in with, there, uh, you got like, me pretty excited. I would even say I, was, I would be okay with terms even as, like, much as... Uh, sorry, even as much as, like, deadites. Even if they were just, like, deadite-looking, it would still be better than just straight zombies. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. It, it, I mean, uh, I, of course, you know, I'm crossing my fingers for like each person's going to be a different mutated thing, which There's never no happens. Way that's but happen, yeah, it, it, yeah, 
But uh, yeah, you're right. Dead Deadite level, I can live with that. But it might if it's 84 minutes, right? Maybe they put more into effects and they didn't like make it as long or something. I don't. know, Maybe there's always a chance, but I just don't. There's always a chance. Minutes, so, all right. I'm glad we're <laughs> both excited about that one. It looks really cool. It's got a pretty good cast too. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, be a fun one. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, the next. Which one are next? What's the next one you're excited for? So this one, it's it's kind of just this. From a technical standpoint, I, I just kind of want to watch it for, like, just technical execution. Uh, but there's this one called Mad God that is uh, a stop-motion animation movie. And we've watched that... it before, like, in pieces, right? Oh, like, in, in like, short pieces? Yeah. Um, possibly. Like, I think that he kind of... Uh, what is it? It's, it's, uh, it's Phil... Uh, Phil Tippett. Uh, that... Uh, made this, and I guess it's this thing that he's been. He's a he's a uh, an effects guy uh, that's been involved in like a lot of the huge franchises, especially known for their effects like Jurassic Park, Star Wars, Starship Troopers, uh, RoboCop, all sorts of things. So uh, he built this thing that made this thing over the years, and it it's the part that I like about it is I like seeing different like you, like seeing the ways that somebody can execute. Something that to make it look like it's more than it is, mm-hmm. and also, it looks like he put a lot of work into like the uniqueness and grotesqueness of like the creatures and stuff in it. So I, there's a part, of, there's a lot of a handful of elements that I'm interested in. I am a little bit wary of the nuance of it. Like I'm afraid that it's going to be the story is going to be virtually non-existent or comprehensible. I'm worried about that part of it. Because I want it to be there, uh, but I, I have a feeling it may be a little bit more ambiguous than I'm uh, hoping it will be. But visually, I feel like it would, it's going to be something that would be really interesting to watch. Yeah, I mean, the other stuff he did was I'm pretty sure that these you, we've seen stuff like this before from we've seen Mad Gods before I tell you right. But if it's anything like what we saw last time, it's like it's pretty crazy. It's like um, you know those chat like a, like an I Spy book kind of. Uh, it's like an adult fucked up adult i spy book world kind of you know <laughs> and so i'm yeah. really excited that's a cool part of it i agree that the visualizations are gonna be cool uh yeah. so the, the next thing i'm excited for the next feature film i'm excited for is called broadcast signal intrusion to me this movie sounds like a really good uh, no sleep story or like creepypasta anytime people start to go deep into disturbing stuff they find in videos like vhs and uh things like that i get I get involved. Uh, there's even like a TikTok I follow called 10 tapes where guys finding tapes and they have creepy things on them. And I'm like, yes, this is awesome. I love the, the mystery. And there's another one called, um, the black tapes that was on a podcast, uh, that was out for a long time. That was really good. Similar type of thing, delving into the creepy stuff of that, like can be caught on tapes and things like that. So I'm really interested to see what this pans out into, even if it's not super duper supernatural, I think it'll be an interesting mystery, uh, nonetheless. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I thought that one sounded pretty interesting. Um, yeah, like you said, from like a mystery standpoint, uh, the, it looks like there's going to be a pretty good story to like follow along there, mm-hmm. and keep you engaged uh, mentally, you know. Yeah. And that's not always the case when it comes to horror. Uh, so that'll be, I think, a, a really interesting aspect of that one. Kind of like the Empty Man, a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a great example. That's a good one. All right, what's your next one? 
Um, I wanted to bring up the feast. Uh, this one just sounded um, kind of interesting to me. I feel like this is going to be one of those ones that's going to be a big hit or miss uh, for Eford and I, like whether or not we're going to end up thinking it's just it, like it makes a huge impact or is ends up being a little bit too underwhelming. But it's it's shot entirely in the Welsh language and it follows a woman who is like serving these guests at a dinner party in a remote house in rural Wales and. The assembled guests do not realize they are about to eat their last supper, and it's like, well, yeah, like I don't. There's so much mystery in that. Um, it gives me kind of like the invitation kind of feel, where like there's a bunch of guests there, mm. things are getting kind of weird, and then things go go crazy, like things get chaotic at the end. And it, it I mean, it's really going to depend on. I, I, I have a feeling that this movie is going to be heavily weighed. The value of it, the the uh, quality of it, is going to be weighed in that final act. And how this, like, the tension that I'm imagining is going to be very palpable throughout. How it's going to build to that final act where things are going to go crazy, I assume. Um, and so there, there, I have a pretty heavy interest in where that's going. Some curiosity there. Yeah, yeah. That I, When you describe it like that, I'm a little more excited for it. It did look just kind of mundane, but um, I never watched Invitation, so I'm not sure how to, how to handle, to, to stand about it, but... I did like your next. That's another movie that I think they're showing this year. It's all you right along with Starship Troopers. So if it's anything like that kind of thing, I could also enjoy it. Um, so we'll see. Uh, yeah. the, the next one I'm involved, I'm really excited about, and I've I've kind of been into these movies lately. Um, there's Get Duked and the boys from what was that one with the um, uh, the boys from Hell County. The boys from County Hell, and even County stuff Hell. as old as uh, <laughs> as like where American Werewolf in London type stuff. This all kind of feels in a similar vein, where it's like European movies about bros or lads, or you know stuff like that coming together and having to deal with shit they've never dealt with before. Let the wrong one in. I like to play on words too, you know. Let the wrong one in. Let the right one in. Um, yeah. And it's got people from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Anthony Head's in it. Um, it's from the director of Stitches. So I think I'm excited for this because of the. It's like a. You know, it could be like a. Uh, what's the what's the band um, that has a bunch? It's got like the Foo Fighters drummer and a, like the guitarist from like Guns N' Roses. It's not Soundgarden. It's um, something like that. But it looks like it's like a culmination of really cool things all together in one movie, you know. And I'm that makes me excited because it could be really entertaining. Kind of like Black Friday, yeah, but sure. a little bit more. So. Yeah. All right. What's your next one? Or do you have any more? Um. Yeah, uh, I was, uh, I'm pretty interested in The Exorcism of God. Like, this one sounded kind of interesting to me. Um, it's about a uh, uh, the, a priest that gets possessed by a demon that he was trying to expel from somebody else. Um, and I guess he commits a terrible sacrilege, and then 18 years later, the consequences of his sin come back to haunt him, unleashing the greatest battle against the evil within. I, I can't tell how nuance it's going to be or how insane it's going to be visually uh so i'm kind of hoping on the latter uh but it, it just it does sound like it's trying to take a little bit more of an intense uh a more intense take on the possession genre and like kind of go a step further um and maybe i don't know i, I could see some potential there are you, i think it, it came off as a little bit too heady for me like it didn't seem like there was going to be anything actually crazy after the initial exorcism, besides, like, a lot of, 
in-your-head kind of stuff. So it could be like Daniel isn't real, but it also could just be a sucky version of that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that there's definitely the um, the potential for that to be the case. But, you know, hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's I, that's true, too. Like, when I read it, I, I originally was like, ah, this seems, like, too artsy for me. But I'm like, ah, oh, maybe it could be cooler. But honestly, there's so many other movies I'd want to see before that. I think that one will probably be one I skip. <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes we get better vibes for uh, what these movies are going to be like the closer we get to the festival. And, yeah. like, uh, you know, some things get released uh, that, you know, little tinges and rumors of this and that. And a lot of times when we get there, we get to, you know, sit down and talk with uh, some of the people that run the festival. And they'll say, it's like, hey, you don't miss this one. Like, y- you love this kind of movie, don't miss this one. And, and it gets us more excited about something that we wouldn't have been otherwise. So, uh, you know, some things change, and, and that could be one where, you know, based on what we hear, we may get more or less excited about it. I feel like that's definitely one of those ones that's on the on the teeter, you know, teetering back and forth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that's that's all I have for movies. So cool. Yeah, I mean, the only other one I wanted to mention was that I thought off season this one had some potential to be kind of a Lovecraftian piece. Um, it's it's about a woman that find that gets a mysterious letter that sends her to a uh, a remote island. Uh, with a small community, and the community turns out to be, you know, not so great, it seems like. Mm-hmm. So it has the potential to be kind of culty, uh, maybe in that vein of Lovecraftian horror, uh, but it could also be nothing like that. And so I don't want to jump to conclusions too much, but uh, it's something I want to keep an eye on, and that's one I definitely want to get a vibe for, like, once we get there. Like, hey, what is this movie really about? Yeah, but yeah. Other than that... <laughs> All right, well, let's go into shorts real quick. So, um, I think we, for this one, there, there's a lot more shorts here than at some other festivals. They kind of pride themselves on doing short blocks and very good short blocks. So, yeah. there's so many that we're not going to go through all of them. We both picked our top five that we're excited about. Not that we've seen before or anything like that. These are top five that we have excited about. And we didn't overlap, I think, so we made sure that none of our stuff overlaps, so we can cover at least ten of the shorts. <laughs> um, yeah. The first one I have is called Every Time We Meet for Ice Cream, Your Whole Fucking Face Explodes. Um, <laughs> the title alone is fine by me. Fantastic. And it looks like a great horror comedy short, so I don't need anything more than that. It, <laughs> like, and it just it just seems really funny. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy there's something like this here. <laughs> Yeah, we we have a special uh, place in our hearts for the horror comedy uh, shorts. They tend to be the hit. I feel like I feel like it gets the it, it they they have the best like uh, general reaction from everybody. Like they're the safest reaction. Like everybody usually gets just a huge kick out of them. So, yep. um, but yeah, yeah, we're super excited for anything that even sounds remotely funny. And that one sounds hilarious. Yep. Um, my top my uh, my top one is transfer. Uh, it's a about a serial killer who is visited by his estranged daughter in prison, and their conversation takes a sinister turn. And the reason I picked it was because it sounds super simple, it, and that's what makes me think it's going to get way more intense than it sounds like. Yeah. Like, something is going to happen, and I love that I can't tell what it is. And... I mean, I could even see it being something where it's just, where this one you think it's going to be super serious and it ends up being hilarious somehow. Um... Because I feel like there was that one that was called like the conversation between a dad and a son, and it yeah. ended up being some kind of thing where they were gonna have sex with each other for money or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 
And, like, you don't know that's where that's going. But then, like, you watch it and you're like, uh, what is this? And you can't help but laugh because it makes you uncomfortable. But, I don't know. This this one just, I like the vibe I'm getting from it that something completely unexpected is going to happen. And that's what I, I want to see in a short. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think I was, that one kind of, like, I was like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. And that is enough for me to make me want to watch a short. So, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the next one I have is called Face Not Recognized Try Again. And, it, like, pretty much the screenshot shows it all. There's somebody who has something on their head, and they're trying to use their phone. But it says, alone in the wilderness, a woman must find a way to survive after discovering her head has been encased in cement. So I'm like... I have to know what's happening here. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if it's supposed to be funny or not, but I want to see it. So, like, I, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nine minutes, I'm in. Um, another, I feel like, hang on, I gotta see this. Did I really just pick all funny ones? Uh, mostly. So the next one that I have on here is called Guts. Uh, a man with his guts um, on the outside. Um tries to get a promotion uh it sounds like uh just i don't know just as ridiculous you know it looks like it's going to be as ridiculous as it sounds uh probably as hilarious as it sounds uh but also it just kind of like you know a nice little bit of like symbolism like metaphor of like you know it takes guts you gotta do it you know yeah. and so I, I feel like that one's gonna be pretty fun mm -hmm. well in a totally opposite vein the next one i'm excited about it's called familiar uh it is about a familiar for a vampire and um having just watched midnight mass uh i'm totally involved in that i, I mean i'm in so i want to see what happens because <laughs> um, i think showing from a familiar's perspective is part of the reason i like what we do in the shadows so much and i think that's kind of a cool take on some of these vampire things where like you get it the vampires are going to kill everything but like they they <laughs> have familiars for some reason so explaining what they do and how they work and what they have to deal with is really interesting piece of that that's true yeah that's true i feel like those were they, uh, the familiars were really important in the early vam and a lot of the early vampire movies like they were almost main characters um a lot of the time because they were important yeah. um there, there's almost a familiar in um the outsider if you haven't seen that the stephen king hbo oh, dude, show. that show's so uh, good i that's one of my favorite shows of like two years ago like it's it's one of my favorite shows of all time yeah. i love that show I, I'm so, so sad good. they didn't do more because it's they left. There's so much more they could do. Anyway, we're not talking about that. Oh, we can yeah. talk. We can talk about that on another podcast. Yeah, but anyways, I, I just thought that the way that even though we're we're not talking about vampires in that case, there is essentially a character that's a familiar mm -hmm. in that in that show, and there's and, a and lot. It, it's to common that amongst all evil entities, right? Like demons have them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's true. Cultists are even like a extension of. Yeah, stuff, they're kind so. of familiars. Yeah, yeah, they're just like a community of familiars. <laughs> All right, what's your next um, movie? The next one is uh, Dragon Blue. <laughs> this, <laughs> the screenshot looks like a Power Rangers satire, mm -hmm. uh, to me at least. Um, and it's it's about uh, transformed against his will, Chase Jackson battles the evil forces of Goldline Incorporated as a cybernetic ninja Dragon Blue. There's <laughs> a lot to unpack in that sentence. Uh, I like the line "transformed against his will." That sounds like something that they're. Kind of sounds like funny. MacGyver, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where he just like becomes it, mm -hmm. just like spontaneously, and just fighting the evil forces of Goldline Incorporated. Uh, I don't know. There's something about the way that it reads. It sounds like it's gonna get 
goofy, gory. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of the the vibe. Oh I'm getting yeah, from like it. Psycho Gorman kind of. Yeah, I definitely. Agree. Yes, I definitely agree. Yeah, that one. It, it looks. It looks. I'm sure that that one's gonna be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. All right, my next one's called The Shadow in the Darkness. Um, the screenshot is what sold me on this because it looks like it's a really good like shot of a found footage movie, and I really like found footage, so. Um, I'm excited to see what happens here, and it looks like it could be pretty freaking scary, too, so, um, uh, yeah, I'm hoping we watch that one Saturday night. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, Saturday night block is obviously, like, I, I, I love going into that going, like, I hope that this makes it to where I can't sleep tonight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, the, that's the vibe I want to get going, or when I'm leaving, like, when we're, uh, looking over our shoulders walking back to the, uh, to the, uh, hotel, yep. so. <laughs> Um, the next one I have on here is, uh, calving, um, and it's about a strange screaming calf, and it's born in a rural Irish village. It sounds stupid, but, and it looks like it's taking itself, what? Are you getting the hollowed vibes, or? I'm getting isolation vibes, actually. Mm. So, like, it looks like it's taking itself very seriously, and, like, the synopsis doesn't sound like it, but watching watching the teaser for it and and seeing some screenshots, like, it's very serious, it's somber, uh, it's dark. Uh, if you haven't seen Isolation, it's actually a very similar synopsis at the beginning. It's, it's about a guy, a, a guy uh, that runs you know, some cattle, his farm is falling apart, he's, his farm is dying, and he's looking for money. And so the scientist says, like, hey, I'll experiment. If you let me experiment on your cows, I'll give you a ton of money. And so it kind of takes place like after the movie starts, kind of where that um, part of it ends. And this, you know, the cat, the cows start having calves and like, they're not okay. And the way that it builds is really good. It sounds ridiculous. The plot sounds ridiculous in both cases, but because that movie isolation was pulled off so well, I I just have a feeling that calving might end up being a really interesting short. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was, I had that one on my list. Uh, uh, but I had to cut, so it was definitely on there. I just saw it, I was like, hmm, this could be interesting. So, yeah, I'm in. I want to see it. Yeah. The next one I have <laughs> is called uh, Sleep Talker. A woman comes home to find her husband is ta- talking in his sleep, but soon realizes that something else is talking through him. Uh, it's from the Ooh. director of this short called The Witching Hour, which was a kind of goofy short from 2015 about, um, you know, The Witching Hour. But I'm interested to see what happens. Like, I, I think that could be a cool premise. Um, sleep talking, sleep walking stuff, sleep paralysis is always interesting. So I'm kind of cool. I'm kind of excited to see what happens there. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that, I like that premise. That sounds really interesting. <laughs> yeah, because I, I could see it being kind of goofy, but also super freaky. Yeah. Or maybe both. Maybe a little combination of both. Yeah, yeah, right. It could be a com- straight comedy, which I wouldn't expect, but if it is, I'm going to be like, oh, cool, cool, I'm fine with that, right? <laughs> or it could be, <laughs> yeah. like, real spooky, so. Um, my last one is a Special Delivery. Uh, a package delivery person lets her curiosity get the better of her as she struggles with not opening the package she's supposed to deliver. And I, I, I have a feeling this one's probably going to be one of those combination ones. Like, it might be a good laugh and a good scare at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, that's kind of the vibe I get from this one. I, I don't know. I, I feel like either way, uh, no matter the result, this one will probably have a good punch at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So which one was that again? That was Special Delivery. Special Delivery. Yeah, I was, because that yeah. one, Anna and the Apocalypse was the director of that short too, I think, and I like yes, Anna and the Apocalypse, right, yeah. so yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my final one is called Subscribe. 
Um, it says, on the run from a bloodthirsty slasher, a young woman desperately turns to an online tutorial to learn about how to load a revolver. But, like, that sounds like an interesting premise to me, because it reminds me of, there's, like, a short film I saw a while ago, and I think it was at Telluride. It's about a guy who's, like, live-streaming, and he goes into the slasher's, like, old home, and the slasher's actually still there, and starts hunting him and stuff. It was pretty cool. It's, like, something Chad or Chad something, because the guy's a Chad. But this... This this one's from the director of Reed, which is a really good horror short. Um, Ooh, yeah, that's so a good one. I'm interested in seeing this because you know when you see a good horror short, the directors like usually do it pretty well, like Cookie and the Lat and Latched and the stuff from Justin Harding. You know, have been really really yeah. good. So, um, like you see a horror short and you see another one that someone's made, it's always worth checking out. It's like music, right? Oh yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's good to follow those guys. Yeah. Well, that's all we have, I think, for Telluride Horror Show. Um, I think I think you can still probably get passes, right? I don't know for sure, but I think you can. I think that I, I don't know about the time of this recording, but um, last I saw, they they were still open. Yeah, and this is right coming now. out probably right before it starts. So if you're listening to this now, it's probably too late. But um, you might be able to get like day tickets or something. I'm not sure what they're doing, but. You should plan on it for next year if you like horror movies. Telluride Horror Show does an amazing job of picking movies and doing shorts. It's so They're curated and well it's done. Fantastic, yeah, yeah. It, it's top. It's one of the most top-notch horror festivals I think in the country, in the world, even maybe. Uh, all right. Anyway, yeah. I'll stop bragging. We're not getting paid by them. We just really like Telluride Horror Fest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Bye. Thank you.